Welcome everybody to the loudest podcast, episode 49. Big episode 50 coming up next week. We have a lot of great stuff planned. With me, as always, is my great co-host, Sriracha. How many weeks are there in a year? Does that mean we've been gone for almost a year? Yeah, there's 52 weeks in a year. Neat. Yeah, well, this is... We've done 50 of these. That's stupid. <laughs> That's stupid. Well, what do you, why, why, do you, why, why is it stupid? I think it's great. This show sucks. <laughs> I don't like it when you talk shit about the show. I don't like it. This is a great show. Can you name a single better podcast than this? Um, I listened to Come Town, and I kind of like Come Town. I listened to my first episode of Come Town last week, and I I find it very appealing because the hosts are also dumb as shit. Like I'm dumb as shit. We are stupider than the Come Town hosts. We definitely are. We are definitely. We are much much stupider than the Come Town hosts. We are like. They're playing checkers, and we are... Eating the pieces. Exactly! Because we think they're made of candy, and then when one's not, we go, well, the next one surely is made of candy. Oh, my God. Ministerios had a great fucking meal last night. You want to talk about that? Oh, God, yes, please. Okay, so last night we went to this really fancy Japanese place. And here's how you know you're in a fancy fucking restaurant. Here are three sides <laughs> that you're in a fancy ass fucking restaurant. Number one, when you go to turn the lights on in the bathroom and you accidentally turn the lights off because you didn't realize that they were already on. Nice. Number two, toilet paper that is not white. <laughs> the toilet paper was as black as night. Right. And usually that's a bad thing. It means either it did a really good job or it cannot do a good job at all. I don't know. At fancy places, it's a it's a sign of class. And number three, the top way that you could tell you're in a fancy restaurant is when the waiter starts arguing. You put in your order and the waiter starts fucking arguing with you because the selection of tasty treats that you've ordered fuck don't complement each other's flavor palettes. That 100% happened. The waiter looked like the guy from Ratatouille. The guy from Ratatouille. Oh, yeah. No, and he also brought us uh, one of those warm towels beforehand. I'm like, oh, God, you're assuming that I've, I washed my hands in the bathroom. <laughs> um, he, he looked like the kind of pencil neck geek that you would expect to see beaten up in the first act of an 80s movie. And then he like... If it's a drama, he gets a gun. And if it's a comedy, he gets ripped and jacked. <laughs> then he gets a gun. <laughs> and then he gets a gun. <laughs> exactly. Um, I'm trying to order by price. That's what I'm doing. Well, you should have just gotten the fucking uh, tasting menu then, because it was not expensive. It, oh, how much do you think the tasting menu was? It was $45 per person. But no, I'm sorry. That's incorrect. There was an additional $45 charge if you wanted the wine pairings atop the $112 a person tasting menu fee. Oh, damn it. Okay. Yeah, now, since I don't want to buy a used car in a third world country, I'm going around the menu trying to pick on price. I'm like, this, this is $20? Okay. I don't know what it is. I don't recognize half the words. I don't know what creme fraiche is. I don't know what creme fraiche is, 
I don't know what capers are. They could be fish eggs or they could be like a like a, a, a little grass that grows in the ground. I don't know what capers are. What the fuck are capers? I how many times do I have to say? I don't know what capers are. I feel like they're a seafood thing, but I have no way to tell. If you know what capers are, you're in luck. We have a voicemail now. And our voicemail is, and we're setting this up for episode 50. Right. Like, for, we haven't talked about this. For episode 50, I want to like hear from people. Call on in. Call in, leave a voicemail, talk about Minecraft. If you're the kid that keeps sending me very interesting facts, now you can do it over the phone. Yeah. What? Don't you think? Minecraft kid, everyone deserves to know these Minecraft facts. Kirby seasonal merchandise kid. I think everybody deserves to know about Santa Kirby. Also, how come there's no Hanukkah Kirby's? Guy is anti-Semitic. Guy, guy in the army or the mil- some branch of the military with his military porg that looks so fucking angry. Please call us and update us on his adventures. Yeah, we want to know what what Sergeant Meh is up to. You call Zwick. You'll have to cut out some of these puns. Zwick, hey, we're just, this is a special holiday to you, Zwick. This won't come in the, hey, we love you. We're just Hello. Saying, oh, oh. Hello. Okay. okay, and three, two, one. 848-863-5343. That's 848-863-5343. And if you didn't write that down, just hit rewind. Remember, this is not the radio. You are in total control of how and when you hear this information. We also played a game last night called What Do You Meme? But we tried to play it with two people and it didn't work. I thought it worked great. Wait, can we keep... Can, you mind if we keep talking about this fancy restaurant for a second? Sure. Because I do want to talk about What Do You Meme? Okay, go ahead. All right. So I'm trying to pick on price. This thing's $20. This thing's $21. I don't have a lot of money, but I'm... A boomer dating way out of my league, and I have to, like, I have to make up this ground somehow, so the way I make up the ground is, like, I try to take her out on the occasional fancy date. I put on a nice shirt. I really suck it in. I suck it in so hard there might have, there's, like, a black hole at the center of my body. And then your balls go inside you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which adds mass because I have very big balls. So I order... The yakitori and the um the uh, the chicken. What is it? Kagore? Kagumi? What's the fried chicken balls? <laughs> Wasn't that lobster? I don't remember. No, I tried to order the fried chicken balls. Right? How do you, karage? Karage. Karage. I tried to order the chicken karage, which is like the fancy person way of saying chicken nuggets. It is super Japanese chicken nuggets. They're awesome. Can you tell me, do you know anything about how karage is made? Fried chicken, bro. I don't know. You know shit. Fried chicken. You know shit. It's not weird of me to ask if you know. You know how to cook and you know Japan. I don't know how, no, I cannot give you a karage recipe right now. I just, I I don't know what the batter's made of. Is it like some kind of soy thing? Is it special? It's made of snow from the top of Mount Fuji. See? Was that so hard? That's the only Japanese people. And if you, if they can taste it. Like if you eat it and the water that, you know how they import water for New York bagels, those fuck sticks in New Jersey. Yeah. If you make chicken karage without water from the top of Mount Fuji, then Japanese people immediately kill themselves. 
Yikes. Okay. Because well, that they, would explain their population issues. Because they, you have brought great dishonor upon chicken karage. <laughs> yeah. That's the last thing I want to bring dishonor on. Chicken nuggets. I love every culture has chicken nuggets. Japan, chicken karage. America, chicken nuggets. <laughs> Mexico has nuggetos. What is nuggetos? De pollo. <laughs> you almost got me there. You know that? I think I got you. You did. Yeah, I know I did. Brazil, they got nugute. (laughs) 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 Depolia. So I'm trying to order the. I order the. I'm trying to order the two things that are cheapest, and then I know what the fuck they are. Yakitori, which is like little burnt skewer sticks, hearts on sticks. It was chicken hearts on sticks. Yeah, and chicken nuggets. The guy goes actually. uh... Our chef prefers to serve those denser, richer foods towards the middle, towards the final two thirds of the eating experience. And oh, by the way, you know, sometimes in comedy, like people exaggerate for comedic effect. I am not exaggerating. This is almost verbatim. The final quote, two thirds of the eating experience are where the yakitori and karage goes. Oh man, that eating experience was very <laughs> rich. It, yeah, it was. So I'm like, I'm like, okay. Now Sriracha, Sriracha thinks that me and the waiter are fighting. I think what is happening is adorable because I'm seeing like the nerd from, um, from Ratatouille trying to do his job. And he's real nervous about it. And I get the sense that, like, if I don't order this food right, the chef is going to literally murder the Come out and fucking stab you. (laughs) So, Sriracha goes, excuse me, I have to go to the restroom. Her plan is, I'm going to hide until they're done arguing over the menu. And it didn't even work. (laughs) No, because, (laughs) because you came out and we were still talking about it. And I'm like, I don't know, buddy. I, I go like, what's a good opener? Like, what? what's a good leadoff dish? He points to this thing that's like $112. He's like, well, a lot of people start with this. And I, I just go, yeah, I'm not a lot of people. Uh, what else can we do here? What did we open with? No, then we, we come and we sit back down. And he looks at me and he's like, do you like monkfish liver? I'm like, what the hell is even that? Yes, that's right. <laughs> And I was like, I don't know, it's $18, we're getting it. No, and then he rolls his eyes, he's like, okay, uh, farm girl, do you like chicken liver? And I'm like, what the hell is even that? (laughs) And um, eventually, what did we end up ordering? We got monkfish liver. Yes. We got yakitori. We got some kind of lobster scrimps. That was my favorite. That was incredible. And we got risotto full of oil and dreams and eel. It was really fucking good, that goddamn risotto. It was really fucking good. Holy shit. Um, yeah, so that was our date last night. I Oh, yeah, and then we played uh, What Do You Mean? Oh, God, fuck that game. Fuck that game. I can't, I can't believe I didn't make up the idea for that. I had never played What Do You Mean. I 
And I still don't think I've played What Do You Mean? You, you definitely explain, haven't. You want to explain what we did? Okay, this is the cringiest game in the entire world. It's like it cards against humanity for people with single-digit IQs. <laughs> <laughs> it's, there's a bunch of cards. There's a whole stack of cards that would be impact text on memes. And they say things like... When when your man walks in on you scrubbing your pussy out with hand sanitizer. <laughs> and then there's a stack of picture cards with pictures of, like, memes or reaction images. And then you're supposed to just put one down. It's like Cards Against Humanity. And then the judge gets to pick which one is better. But we only had two people, so we just sat there and argued with each other. Really, really dissected the frog on all of these memes. I said, let's play What Do You Meme on the honor system. We know which meme is better. We know. Well, we should know. If it was apples to apples, I would have known which was funnier. We found out last night that I don't know a lot of memes. No, you don't. Know. You don't have the capacity to play this game because you don't know what the memes mean. I don't know what the... What, didn't you... I accidentally played Bad Luck Brian last night. I thought it was a kid who was proud and successful of his accomplishments. But it turns out that smiling kid's face means danger. It does. I didn't know. It means like fucking your stepmom or stuff. There's a meme for fucking your stepmom. <laughs> yeah, that's what Bad Luck Brian is. It's just the meme about fucking your stepmom. No wonder that's you millennials love memes so much. So much incest in every box. Why is there so much incest? Have you been on like the front page of Pornhub recently? It's all incest porn. Oh no, I'm sorry. Uh, step, like stepmom, stepdad, stepdaughter. What the fuck is going on in you guys' brains? Look. We've talked a lot about incest on this show. Have we? Honestly, yes, we have. We've had this exact conversation on the show before. Really? I'd like to dovetail this conversation perfectly into a similar conversation, which is, I had a big plan for the episode today. Tell me more. And it was to go on, because people made a bunch of suggestions. What can we do in, in the year 2020 to do better at comedy? Several people said to go on a website called N... Hentai Dogens. Did I pronounce that correctly? Yeah, close enough. What's the exact pronunciation? N Hentai is the website. N Hentai Dogens is not a website. What? That's like saying Amazon.com clothing rack. What? Like, you look for Dogens on N Hentai. N Hentai Dogens, that doesn't make any sense. I honestly, what is Dogens then? It is a work of porno. It is an unlicensed fan comic, usually that contains pornographic themes. Okay. So if I look up like Dogens Lady Ghostbusters, I can find the Lady Ghostbusters. Cucking the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. Maybe. While Slimer jerks off and watches using his own slime as lube. Maybe. Okay, I'm looking this up. All right, so my plan today was go on in hentai. Look for Dogens. I, do, I, I, do, I thought the website was in hentaidogens.com. <laughs> I honestly, I don't know. I don't know this stuff. So I tell Sriracha this and she goes, what did you say? Something like, I don't know about that's not it, Chief? I said, I don't know about that one, Chief. <laughs> right. Something about Chief, which is, 
honestly kind of disrespectful to Native Americans. Oh yeah, this whole episode has been very culturally sensitive. <laughs> Polio Day Nugget, what did you say? Nuggetos de Pollo. I am telling you right now, I'll bet you $10 that is almost exactly how you say chicken nuggets. Look it up. I All bet right. it's just Nugget de Pollo. Okay, chicken nuggets in N Espanol. Oh, if it isn't Nuggets de Pollo. I knew it. Yeah, exactly. $10, please. I owe you $10. You, you know, you owe me $10 from another thing. What was it? I think, I think something it was like I, I showed you my butthole for $10 If or you something. can't specifically think of the time that I offered you $10 to show me your butthole. <laughs> I think it was, look, honestly, we have it on tape. It was an old episode of the Loudest Podcast. I was like, you give me 10 bucks and I'll do it. And you were like, 10 bucks, got it. Oh, yeah. It was looking at Baby Yoda getting fucking nailed yes. in his goddamn motherfucking throat. Let's watch that again. DJ, I'm going to need Zwick, I'm gonna need you to run that shit back one more time. Insert the audio right here. Baby Yoda just getting pounded in his fucking stupid face. What is that? I don't know. It's a pet or something. A pet? <laughs> Disgusting. I only I thought Baby only got punched once. He gets punched multiple times. That's fucking terrible. That's hilarious. Ugh. Sriracha. Yes. You got banned from two of the world's biggest, largest, and most important websites. Wait, what's the second website? Amazon.com. Oh yes, that's right. I am my fruit my frozen peaches have just been trampled on. America my America, let me tell you, my America is one where you could write a big titty Latina museum guard porno who discovers her voyeurism fetish in a safe controlled environment with her coworker who has a big dick. But apparently Amazon the communists think mm-hmm. that this is uh, they they are they've trampled my freeze my frozen peaches by removing my book from the Amazon store. Now that your book has been removed from the Amazon store, can you tell us what the title was? It was it didn't <laughs> even. I'm trying to remember, but honestly, it didn't even have a good title. It was like Latina Museum Guard fucked at the museum after hour. Big cock, big tits. F, F, F. And they did just like keyword stuff. That was the title of the that book? That was the title of the book. The book didn't even have a title. I just went on a stock image website and looked for sexy Latina and just, it like the t- the cover didn't even have words on it. It was just a picture of a Latina lady in a bikini. Okay. Is it possible that the reason you got banned from Amazon was that you just stole someone else's creative work like you stole someone's photograph i didn't steal it was a stock image it was stock image yes you have to license stock images but it had the watermark on it (laughs) you definitely stole it then it's fine who cares they they get they get advertisement from the big titty for their big titty latina pictures and i get royalty free images for my book (laughs) it's not royalty free if it has a watermark on it it's not. You mm. stole an image from, like, a photographer gets gets paid a little bit when someone buys that image. The model gets paid a little bit in a lot of circumstances. So it's like, I don't, th- I think this has a lot less to do with, like, your free speech than you think it does. No, I think it's my free speech. <laughs> okay. So, again, I'm also going to say Amazon may have killed your book. 
because the title was just a bunch of curse words. It wasn't curse words. You I looked, said tit fuck Latina cock. I said big breasts. You you said tits when you okay. described it I before. know I said tits when I described it before, but I remember specifically having this concern. So I looked up a list of words that Amazon has banned from their titles and I worked around it. Okay. It was like well-endowed or something. Well-endowed uh, makes love to Latina big-breasted security guard. Something like that. I made it work. It was not... The title was not the problem. Okay, and you and you were also arguing that the photo was not the problem. Also not the problem. So the problem is Jeff Bezos. No, yes, the problem is uh, Freeze Peach. Okay, which is ironic... Jeff Bezos' news get out there, and all of a sudden he's like, oh, this is a crime. My nudes got hacked by the Saudi government. Apparently last night we found out that the Saudi government, according to the United, according to it, I'm not, I ship, I, I'm not kidding when I say this. According to an investigation by the United Nations, there is now proof that Saudi Crown Prince something, I forget his name, MBS, uh, was having WhatsApp conversations with Bezos. They had each other's WhatsApp. And then MBS used that WhatsApp connection to like put spyware on Bezos's phone that downloaded gigabytes of information. Bezos like immediately engaged his own cybersecurity uh, investigators. They corroborate with the United Nations and determine that Saudi royal prince MBS fed photos of Jeff Bezos' dick through his mistress's brother to the National Enquirer. This is... Okay, first of all, Saudi prince is a fucking freak. <laughs> he really wants to see Jeff Bezos nude that bad that he would commit an act of international like cyber hacking yeah mm -hmm. fucking freak like come on dude i want to see that amazon prime beef as much as the next guy but that's a little extreme second of all that that is like the that is beyond mental gymnastics try like no honey i didn't i didn't cheat uh the the, the saudi prince stole my nudes so like after so what happened was that what happened originally with this whole bezos thing was the National Enquirer privately contacted Bezos and they were like, we, they wanted some kind of payoff. It was ridiculous. They were like, and they even put out a contract where they were like, if you pay us this much money, we will not run the story, which is like straight up blackmail. That's just like straight up blackmail. <laughs> right. Which is not usually what the Enquirer does because the Enquirer, the way they used to do business was. That one issue that had the nudes or whatever would make a shitload of money. But now, like, Prince is dead. So I guess the Inquirer's new revenue stream is just celebrity blackmail. So Bezos is, like, suing the Inquirer for blackmail. Sweet, I would. He announced all this in a Medium post, by the way, about a year ago. But in this Medium post, he also said... I have some evidence that the Saudis are behind this. Uh, why the fuck is Jeff Bezos using WhatsApp? Like, you're the richest man on the goddamn planet. You can't, like, buy a separate iPhone and just call him or something. My guess is because I believe, and I'm, look, I'm not a fucking, I don't know. I believe WhatsApp has end-to-end -end encryption. Does it? I think it does. I can't think of any other reason why he would. Because it's not like Jeff Bezos or MBS are worried about long-distance text charges. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. They have the money. It's it's not even like they're like, oh, I don't. It's like, oh, I don't know if I want the the Saudi prince to have my phone number. What if he posted on 4chan and I start getting texts? It's just like. The only the only reason that I could think of was that they assumed it was secure. See, that's the part that blows my mind the most, though, because like it's like these tech bros that have these Amazon Echoes in their living room. Like, motherfucker, you know that this technology is awful and easily hackable. You know that pa- Facebook is opening our mouths and just shitting in our, our <laughs> data, our personal data all around the world to the Russians. Why would you use <laughs> this technology why would you trust whatsapp if you're fucking jeff bezos i'm not even saying with the phone number i'm saying like you get a new phone just to text this guy because you clearly have pictures of your dog on your phone you're making a lot of good points if i'm jeff bezos i have a phone that is just for dick pics yes thank you finally someone is thinking with their brains yeah i have an assistant and I tell him, like, that is phone Omega. And I go, like, Jeremy, hand me telephone Omega. Do it. Kind of warm up my hog a little bit because, like, I want it to be like, well, this is, I'm flaccid. But, like, I'm not flaccid. I've done a little bit of fluffing. You know what I mean? Right. And then, snap, snap, snap. Send her to my mistress. We're done. Also, why didn't, if, if you're Jeff Bezos, can't you send, like, destructing photos? Like, can you invent your own Snapchat just for your mistresses? Jeff Bezos has so much money that he is running. At, like, I read an interview with him a long time ago where he was like, when you have this much money, you run out of things to do with it, which is why I'm trying to go to Mars. Like, he has so much money, he has to start inventing Star Trek. He could make a robotic pigeon and the robotic pigeon would fly to his mistress's house with a little thing tied to his leg that is there's nudes and then it it would get like the pigeon would activate a self-destruct feature as soon as she opened the nudes and the pigeon would explode incinerating the photo yes i want i one million percent agree with you i think the pigeon should lay a little egg and then, the, and then she cracks open the egg, and then what's inside? Just a picture of his penis. Then the egg snaps shut, a magnet reattaches it to the pigeon, pigeon fly away. Wow. Isn't that the way to do it? We are true. Jeff Bezos, if you want to hire either of us. We're, we are available. We are ready to be bought and sold. Yes. So, okay. So, again, it's ironic that Jeff Bezos is like, Sending his nudes to the Saudi prince like it's no big deal. And by sending them, of course, we'd be hacked by him. Uh, but, like, won't let a big titty Latina museum guard get her fuck on with a with an of-age consensual co-worker during a snowstorm. Yeah, they can't. Like, I realized that there was some desecration of historical pieces of art <laughs> in that book. But I don't think we're encouraging anything like that. And I think we're encouraging big titty Latina Latinas to pursue fruitful careers as museum tour guides. I, I'm sorry, my mind is still blown that he's using WhatsApp. WhatsApp is just the app for Indian people to either beg for Bitcoin or send you pictures of their junk. I really don't know much about WhatsApp. I have WhatsApp because I, you know, you know, I, I, uh, I love texting listeners. Um, three, four, seven, seven, oh, five, seven, six, one, seven. I'll text listeners on the way to work or at the gym or whatever. A lot of them were like, can you get WhatsApp? I'm international. I was like, yeah, okay. 
So I just thought it was just like a, is WhatsApp some sort of gross thing that I don't know about? It's like, I had a WhatsApp when I went to Indonesia because that's how you like text the, like the hotel and the people that own the Airbnb. And I had to delete it because it was just constant. Like, I don't even know how these motherfuckers get my phone number. But they just, just Indian guy after Indian guy, just sending me pictures of his junk. Really? Yes. So do you think they, like, broadcast? They must, like, buy phone lists and then just upload the phone list, send their junk to, like, a thousand people and see if, like, one or... Because if even one or two people go, like, nice dick, here's my tits. Then it's kind of worth the investment. Then the tit economy is in full. Yep. Uh huh. Yeah. You know, we always think of people sending unsolicited dick pics as a bad thing, but some entire economies rely on it. Yeah, exactly. Think of yeah. Think of all the jobs that are being created from these dick pics. I like that. Okay, so you also got banned from another giant website run by a media conglomeration. I'm now forever banned from Am I the Asshole and I'm not fucking happy about it. You had previously been banned for two weeks. Yes. You and ban- I did not learn. <laughs> You're banned for two weeks for, what, uncivil behavior? Yeah, I don't get why I have to be civil on a sub centered around calling people assholes. Right. So, what was the straw that broke the asshole's back? Uh, I told somebody again to grow the fuck up. I did not learn, and they were like, okay, this is what got you banned last time, so now you're done forever. And it's like, I see people calling each other shitheads. I see them calling, it's like that meme of Squidward longingly looking out the window at Patrick and SpongeBob frolicking in the springtime. And like, Patrick and SpongeBob in this case are Am I the Asshole users calling people the Arsler, calling people like all, a variety of creative insults. But as soon as I do it, I get banned. You don't know that these people aren't also getting banned. You no, don't know that. I do because I can see their comment. Like, they remove your comment and then you ban, they ban you. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Well, wait. Check in like a week later. How do you know they're still there? You might just be seeing pre-moderated comments. Probably. I'm still instinctively sorting by new so I could call people assholes and then get all the ju- sweet, juicy karma. I had 10,000 karma before I got fucking forever banned. Well, you didn't get forever banned from all of Reddit. You just got banned from this one sub. Yes, that's true. Okay, so you still have all that karma. Wait, do they take your karma away? They don't, but they should. <laughs> if, they did, if they did, you'd complain. I would complain, but I would respect them. Okay. <laughs> now look, I don't want to get into too many details about this, but I will say that recently, you have learned what it's like to be on the other side of the asshole. You... Posted, we don't need to get into it. I made up a fake story. Okay, but let's not give the details. Okay. How about that? I made up a fake story, and I posted it on Am I the Asshole, and uh, it got to the front page, it got a bunch of rewards. So uh, check it out. See if you could uh, guess. Write us an email at theloudestpodcast.gmail.com with your guess. Yeah, we have an email address now. It's very exciting. Um, People have said the worst stuff ever to you. Yeah. When we were out last night... Like, Sriracha kept uh, refreshing the comments, and some of them were like, kill yourself, you vain B-word, blah, 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 you are what's wrong with society. Like, you were getting read the riot act by teenagers. Yeah, these teenagers, I got a bunch of PMs that were like, I fucking hate you, kill yourself. I was like, wow, this is a bit of an overreaction to a troll post. (laughs) So now that you know what it's like to be treated uncivilly, 
Do you make me understand why they would want to ban you from my mother asshole? I've never been uncivil on my mother asshole. Never, not once. No, I don't think my comments would meet meet the bar of of incivility. Yeah, I did call somebody a moron, but that, that's pretty light. Come on, what is the difference between calling someone an asshole and a moron? It, that is the same tier of insults. I mean, like, actually, Moron is much nicer. Moron is what Bugs Bunny calls Elmer Fudd in the 1950s. Right, so it's a pyramid. At the bottom is like poop face and stinky, and at the top is the C word. I think mm. Moron and asshole might be on... I think asshole is even one tier higher, and then Moron is like the second level of the pyramid. Asshole, dick, cunt. Not No, cunt is the top. Cunt, yeah, you try to beat that. Mm-hmm. I can't think of any more. What else would be on that? Okay, okay. Let's come up with some. Now we're calling t- tier one is the worst. Okay, so F tier insults. Um, crap butt. Poop head. Stinky. Um. Uh, what's another good one? Any variety of Tumblr insults like melon or Wait, walnut. Melon. <laughs> walnut. I don't know about because these. they 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 don't like they don't like they think that calling somebody stupid is bad so then they call each other like walnuts and melon heads but if walnut and melon head just mean stupid you're just kind of calling them stupid with extra steps yeah it's a great question to stereos anyways <laughs> <laughs> okay um slap head if you call someone a slap head Never i feel like that's that. an f-tier insult <laughs> i either just made it up or it's from the 1920s i'm not sure which what other eight 1920 insults like Jezebel? Jezebel's good harlot, although harlot is B or A tier. You call someone a harlot, it's like, yeah, it's an old word, but the hurt still feels new. <laughs> it's like a circle, like, you know, uh, 80s fashion is back in style. Yeah. It's like uh, calling somebody out like, oh, I say. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, what's it? Okay, let me see if I can come up with one more just like, what would a kindergartner get in trouble for saying? Um... Pee-pee butt. Butt face. Butt face is D tier. No. Now we're, no. I think an F tier insult makes no sense. Pee-pee butt. What do you mean pee-pee butt? What do you mean? Is this person going to shit pee? Is that what you're saying? Is there actual butt instead of filled with fat, filled with sacks of pee-pee? Don't make no sense. Slap head. What does that mean? Nobody knows. That's where that's where the the intrigue comes from. Is the mystery of the insult. <laughs> butt face. Now you're saying someone's face looks like a butt. Now yeah. we're climbing the ladder. Yeah, I mean, I guess we got to leave somewhere to go. So yeah, I'll say butt face. Okay. D tier. All right, butt face. Butter face is like B or A tier because now you're saying now you're bringing like I would fuck this person. Except her face is so ugly. Like, now you're bringing sex into it. There is no place that Butterface is on the same level as the C word. <laughs> no, I'm saying C word's S tier. Oh, there's S? There's one above A? Yeah. Okay. C word's S tier. I misunderstood the pyramid, the hierarchy. Uh, bitch, I think, is D tier. But if it's a guy calling a girl that... And like it, in a very mean context, that that's like an A tier insult. Oh, see, I was imagining like, hey, Tony, quit throwing up. Be a man, be a bitch. What you gonna do? <laughs> okay, guy calling guy the B word, B tier. Girl calling girl the B word, C tier. Girl, guy calling guy the B word, uh, D tier. Girl calling guy the B word. D tier. Uh, girl calling girl the B word friendship. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, probably, yeah, exactly. BFF tier. Speaking of rankings, 
We have been slowly on the loudest podcast ranking everything at McDonald's. Ah, yes. Back to another segment of Asterius' Wrong Opinions. <laughs> I, th- I think that the number one... Okay, so so far we've each decided what our number one thing at McDonald's is. My, I think the number one thing at McDonald's is medium French fries. Their French fries taste better than everybody else's French fries. It's not super expensive. You feel full after you eat a medium French fries. It's a solid choice. Your medi- your number one choice was what? Mr. McChicken. The McChicken. Oh, yeah. The guy that sends me fun facts told me the other week that apparently... Uh, Chick-fil-A, he has done some research. He believes that Chick-fil-A did invent the idea of a fast food chicken sandwich. However, McDonald's was the first one to make like a value chicken sandwich. That makes sense. That absolutely makes sense. Because it's like Chick-fil-A, if that was like $7 or whatever. Okay, but like for McDonald's, it costs a dollar. Got it. All right, that makes sense. Um, I think that over the course of the show... Let's just come with, like, our starter squad. Like, what are the five, right off the bench, like, what are your five McDonald's starters? Okay. And I'm going to say, number two, I think I've told this to you before, and you hate it. You absolutely hate my number two. It's because didn't we go over this, like, a couple weeks ago, or? Just, we haven't talked about this McDonald's thing in, like, months. Oh, okay. We just talk, in our personal lives, we talk a lot about McDonald's. Sometimes I mess those two up. <laughs> That's, yeah, I know, because it's like, we're always, all right. My number two is M&M, mini M&M McFlurry. Awful. Absolutely disgusting. I think that eating mini M&Ms in a normal context is not nearly as fun as eating regular M&Ms. Sometimes when you mini trice things, it's incredibly great. Like mini chocolate chips, awesome. Hershey's Kisses, also awesome. Have you ever had mini Starbursts? No. They sell them in like these bags. They're unwrapped, obviously, and you can just like, like inhale them. It's like eating like star inhalable Starburst confetti. Don't leave those in a hot car. They'll all melt together. Yeah, they'll just turn into one big maxi <laughs> Starburst. <laughs> um, but uh, but the mini M and M's, I, I we, they would sell them in the tube when I was younger, and I, they just never took off because it's just like nobody wanted this, like. We liked M&M's. No one said, like, why are these M&M's so big? They're already very small. And then they made them smaller. And I, I, I would, like, the problem is I'd flip open that tube, suck it down in one go, and I wasted my dollar now. But, motherfucker, the M&M's, when they mailed with the ice cream, they freeze. The shells of the M&M's freeze. It is not, it's like eating ice cream and then surprise, there's rocks in it. (laughs) The rocks sort of taste like chocolate, but they're still rocks. They don't, they don't freeze in ice cubes. They freeze like a chocolate chip freezes on a, on, it's not like you, it's not like you cover your ice cream sundae in a chocolate chip so they melt. Who covers their ice cream sundae in chocolate chips? Have you ever heard of a chip witch? What? (laughs) A chip witch is a is a uh, ice cream sandwich that is then the edges are rolled in chocolate chips. That's a sandwich with potato chips on it. Chocolate chips. Nobody puts fucking chocolate chip. Nobody in their right goddamn mind puts chocolate chips on an ice cream sundae. They put fudge like a god-fearing fucking American. <laughs> I'm not saying it's a go-to move. But there are there are Sundays with mini chocolate chips. Nobody with the triple digit IQ is putting (laughs) (laughs) 
just straight up chocolate chips on ice cream. It freezes. And all the way, this is even a fucking moot point because it's not the chocolate that is the perp here. It's the shell. It's the hard shell of the M&M. That is what freezes. And that is what makes eating it impossible. You really hate the Eminem McFlurry. I fucking hate it. I can't believe... I've never heard you talk with such invective about anything. Fuck them. Fuck them. Can you... Okay. You must... You used to work at Whack Donald's. I did. What was your go-to flurry? McFlurry, sorry. Like to eat or... Yeah, to eat. Not... Yes. Oh, I would make this thing. Uh, I don't know if it has a name or if they do it, but you get get a McFlurry and then you do a bunch of pumps of caramel in it. And then you put... They had for a very brief second Rolo Bites. Yes. Rolos, those candies. Yes. Put two scoops of that in there and one scoop of um, the Reese's Pieces and then blend it all together. It was good. And it was so good with the coffee the or the chocolate chip cookies in the freezer i would always make get a cup of coffee and then duck in the freezer and just eat those chocolate chip cookies frozen well i have to say that is better than the thing i'm pitching you're off the ma- you should call that the sriracha bomb go to mcdonald's half half rolos half peanut butter cups blend it together in mcflurry Get some frozen chocolate chip cookies. Would you crumble them up in there or would no. you eat them with... Use it as a spoon. <laughs> Break the cookie and have use it as a spoon. But this is moot because there is no more Rolo. Mini Rolos, that's another thing that's miniaturized and good. They now sell bags of just little Rolos and you don't have to unwrap them. Yeah, but McDonald's doesn't sell Rolo bites or Rolo flurries anymore because they had to move them out to make more room for your goddamn motherfucking stupid racist ass <laughs> uh, mini M&M oopaloopa bodied ass uh, McFlurries. Terrible, awful, no good, very bad. Okay, the thing I like is the last thing I like about the M&M McFlurry is I really like how the M&M's become distributed throughout the Sunday. A lot of times with like these kind of mixed in toppingy shake things, like a lot of stuff at the top, a lot of stuff at the bottom. I like how every bite has some M&M in it. I, I would disagree. I, I think if, if you, every McFlurry that you got had evenly distributed M&Ms, you were working at a different McDonald's than I was. Okay. Okay. Sometimes I wouldn't even blend them. I would just take a scoop of the M&Ms, stick it in there, stir it with the spoon and call it a day. Wow. You, the, the point of those spoons is that they act as stirs. That's why they have the little connector guy. At the yeah, top. that's a fun fact for everybody. If you've never, if you didn't know, the reason that the McFlurry spoons look so stupid is because you have to hook it up to a little machine and then press a button and the spoon spins real fast. Yeah, I think that's one of the really cool things. <laughs> I don't know why the McFlurry is so undervalued and underrated as a dessert. Like, from, like, this spoon itself is like a is a piece of engineering excellence. It's got many little M&Ms and it. it's the only good use of many M&Ms. And also, that shake is also good. The vanilla one is good and the chocolate one is good. And a lot of times vanilla sucks yeah, you're at right. places. It tastes like plastic. Yeah. I, it seems like everybody's sleeping on the McFlurry. All right. What's your number two? Hmm. 
I it used to be a really large Diet Coke, but they got rid of the plastic cups. Yeah. At least in a lot of McDonald's, they have gotten rid of the plastic cups, and now they serve you these stupid ass paper thin flimsy. They leak all over your cup holders. So I, I gotta take I gotta take that away. But I think my second would be a cheeseburger with mac sauce on it. Is that possible? Oh, yeah, uh-huh. Well, I mean, you can, like, can just a normie get that? Can, like, anybody get that? Or? Yeah, just drive through, say, a number two with Mac sauce on it. The number two meal, or at least it was, I haven't been to McDonald's in a while, is two cheeseburgers, just normal cheeseburgers. And then they do, like, a big hunk of Mac sauce on it, and it, ta- it tastes really good. The extra fat really does add something. That's really fucking smart. Yeah. All right, so, so far, your number one is the McChicken. Yes. Your number two is... Is it double cheeseburger? Or? Number two with mac sauce. Number two with mac. Is that a double cheeseburger or regular cheeseburger? It's just regular cheeseburger. Yeah, regular cheeseburger with mac sauce. My number one is medium fries. My number two is an M&M McFlurry. You might have, you might have, I give you my number three. Go for it. You got time to go through all five? Is that uh, okay? Yeah, sure. All right, cool. And then we'll wrap up the show. Deal. All right. Six piece Mighty Kids meal. <laughs> What's your toy, bro? bro? <laughs> the A, the boy's toy. B, Something from the Pokemon family would be great. The Star Wars family. I really like like the Lego toys because it's like I can add these Legos to my collection. This is perfect. Yeah, no, I, I used to hate when people would come to the drive-thru and be like, girl or boy toy. They'd be like, oh, well, she's a girl, but she wants a boy toy. I'm like, fantastic, feminist icon. <laughs> Roll around in the next fucking window, you bitch. Look, it's your fault for working at a McDonald's in Los Angeles. <laughs> wow, look at this. We got the next fucking Ruth Bader Ginsburg in the car. Great. 629, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, feminist. I'm a 14-year-old girl. You just made my life a little bit harder today. Thanks Thank so you much. for adding a step to my <laughs> McDonald's experience. Today. I'm going to go hang out in the freezer, get high, and use cookies and spoons. All right. Here's what I like about the Mighty Kids meal, and I get the Mighty Kids meal with a Diet Coke. <laughs> Number one... There's no way that Diet Coke is melting through that cup because that cup is small. Yeah. You are done with it. Oh, and by the way, now they do that thing where they're like, they're like, do you want apple dippers and fries or fries and gummy worms? And I'm just like, I like double fries, please. Yeah. Fun fact. uh, If you get a kid's meal and you order it with apples and fries, they give you this stupid little baby fry. It's got three French fries in it. Zero out of ten. Awful. But if you say double fry, they will no do apple, but they will give you a small fry instead. And it's much, much better. Last night at that fancy ass restaurant we went to, they served us an amuse bouche. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the amuse bouche. The amuse bouche was like a teeny tiny little cup of mashed potatoes with a little scrimp at the bottom. But it tasted really good. Yeah. I don't like how the scrimp was hidden from my view. <laughs> yeah. I, but but we found the scrimp and it was good. I feel like that micro fries is like the is an amuse bouche of fries. It's four French fries. I kind of that's why I kind of like it because it's just like oh I got the taste of fries, but I don't have to feel like a big fat asshole today. Yeah, but nobody is going for amuse bouche of French fries. You go to McDonald's because you hate yourself. That's true. Do you want to go to McDonald's after this? Kind of. Okay, we're going to McDonald's after this. this is my treat. Um, what's your number three? Hmm, it's toughy. I'm gonna go with just a cup of espresso. <laughs> what? 
just to cover uh, just I think just because I would have good memories of this so I would go to McDonald's every day and I'd always be working they call it in the hole okay that's like the first person at the drive-thru because you're kind of sequestered away from everybody else and I used to love working there because I would just bring a book and hang out all day sometimes I'd make flashcards for school and do homework and stuff and every day I would go back there and they would be like hey Saranchi you're in the hole and I'd say cool can I make myself a drink first and they say yeah go ahead so then I would get a cup of coffee and I would just pour the press the espresso button on the machine over and over and over again and I drink like four espresso shots then I'd be like I have to have diarrhea can I leave <laughs> then I'd be in the bathroom for 10 minutes let me tell you that shit will clean you out it's like fuck the fuck it, all these Instagram juice cleanses that just give you diarrhea. I could do you one better for four dollars. Just get four shots of espresso and a McDonald's coffee. You will be fuck anything in your bowels will be out by the end of the day. I've I tried the McDonald's. I've like I tried some of the fancier McDonald's coffees at the Mick Cafe like once or twice when that shit started. I haven't had anything that wasn't just like straight McDonald's coffee. In forever. Oh, you got to give it a shot. They have some fun drinks now. They have, um, I like the peppermint mocha. That's pretty good. I like, uh, my, my fourth, I know this is skipping ahead. That's fine. But my fourth is the caramel frap. So good. That shit is like crack. That shit is amazing. I had some of those things when the McCafe started and they were delicious and then I just kind of fell off. Wow. Okay. I gotta, I gotta revisit the McCafe. Um, my number four is gonna be i like the grilled chicken combo meal because uh, let's say medium because it's like the grilled chicken sandwich you feel like you're eating something healthy and then you're like oh now i can be bad and have the fries but i'm still healthy today you get with the diet coke you're tricked into thinking you've done something good for yourself what you've actually done is terrible yeah you know because that like that bun on that grilled chicken sandwich is just like pizza dough you just ate like a slice of pizza they cover that shit in mayo and stuff you just had a medium fries um but it kind of i don't know it never disappoints i always feel like real full after it and real happy really i think there's there's something about mcdonald's tomatoes if you're gonna do that you have to get it with no tomatoes because in, in mcdonald's tomatoes are either they cut them way too thick or they're wet okay like i don't even know how to describe it other than just wet so like they're too wet and they make the sandwich wet and everything is wet i agree that their tomatoes aren't great i just they kind of, at least for me, they were like my introduction into grilled chicken as a food. What? They were my introduction into grilled chicken as a food. And this came out in... When I was young, the grilled chicken sandwich came out. Because I remember I would get the grilled chicken sandwich after going to the gym with my friend Kevin. Um, like, uh, I think it was a year after high school. So by young, you mean like 19 years old? Yeah, well, that's young for a 37-year-old. You didn't eat grilled chicken until you were 19 years old. Not really. It wasn't... Grilled, ch grilled chicken is a real Zoomer thing. Every day I learn something new that shocks and horrifies me about we, you. We weren't running around... Like, when I was a kid, every piece of chicken you eat was, would be fried. Like, if you got a chicken sandwich, it was automatically a fried chicken cutlet. Like, that's what it was. If you're eating chicken, they're chicken nuggets. You're eating fried chicken. Like, you're eating chicken tenders... Grilled chicken was like a health innovation when I was young. It was like, ah, try our new grilled chicken. It's better for you. And then I liked grilled chicken so much because it was like, 
I get the chicken without the guilt. In college, that was one of the only things I ate. I I existed on grilled chicken sandwiches for like four years. The only thing that opened up my palate was I started dating this girl and she was like, I can't date someone who only eats three things. Like I like I wouldn't eat pizza, I wouldn't eat spaghetti, I wouldn't eat pasta. Like what would I eat? Grilled chicken, fried chicken, french fries. That was kind of my diet until I was like 24. And I met this girl and she was like she was like eating other cultures food is like a really big part of my life. And I was like, "Okay, I like you a lot." By other cultures, I assume she means vegetables. <laughs> Yeah, you know, vegetables, Thai food, Indian food, Italian food. She was like, eat, she, she, we lived in L.A. And like L.A. is like a big Epicurean town, like Jonathan Gold. You know, it's his hometown. So like, you know, she I that's when like I opened up to eating everything like at age 24. Holy shit. Serious? What the fuck? We've never talked about this. I know. You know why? It's very embarrassing. Well, let me tell you. My I grew up in a household where my mom didn't give a fucking shit. If you were having an allergic reaction, oh, Saranch wants chicky nuggy. Shut the fuck up, you stupid bitch, and eat this cauliflower. Uh, I have very specific memories of my mom being like, uh, uh, me as a kid, my mom would make me a plate of food, which is 100% how I plan on parenting, by the way. It, there's a fucking hurricane happening outside. Yeah, I know. I wonder if the mics are picking it up. I hope so. Hang on. ASMR! Oh, you like that, Australia? Oh, you're on fire. Oh, Jesus Christ, we have Australia listeners. Good. Okay, keep going. That guy's big shout out to... The guy who sends me his jokes on Instagram. I can't wait to listen to your bit, buddy. Just got it in the thing. Oh, yeah. Tell me your stupid internet name. (laughs) Zwick, put like a... eh, 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 Like a... You'll be fine. You'll be fine. All right. What you were saying? Uh, Yeah, no. uh, My parents would make me a plate of food. And then if I was like, I don't want this. I want chicken nuggets. My mom would be like, okay. And then put a uh, thing of foil over it and put it in the fridge. And then just let me starve (laughs) until... Until I would just, I was so hungry that I would eat it. We, all we ate as children were weaver chicken nuggets in the blue box. See, my mom didn't do that. My mom didn't make like kid food. She just made like grilled chicken was a big one. Teriyaki chicken, which is kind of like grilled chicken, but uh, like you pan fry it. Uh, Tacos, red peppers, just a lot of vegetables and then she'd give it to me and my brother and then we could either eat it or starve those weren't options health really wasn't a thing for my generation like we didn't eat healthy we like we were just like yeah you eat the food you eat the food and then you're done you eat the food right it was like what's the cheapest food okay we're buying that food we McDonald's, eat the food you eat the food <laughs> yes exactly all right um all right, so my number one, medium fries. Number two, Eminem McFlurry. Number three, six-piece Mighty Kids meal with double fries. Number four, the grilled chicken combo. Uh, what was your number four again? My number four is the McFrappe, the caramel frappe. Right, so, and so, so far you've got the caramel frappe, the espresso, um, the the McChicken, and... No, the, yeah, the, Mc, the cheeseburgers with Mac sauce and the McChicken. All right. I get the sense that both of our number fives might be apple pie. What? No. You don't like the apple pie? Apple pie doesn't even crack the top 20. Fuck the apple pie. Holy shit! (laughs) 
The apple pie is great. It's got that flaky crust. You get like, when I was a kid, they were doing a thing where it was like three of these for a dollar. Fuck it. They still do that because they're still like, fuck it. We haven't updated this recipe since the 80s and it still sucks. It's really good. I really like the apple pie. They fucking suck. Uh, the number five is the fish McBites, <laughs> which I miss. Now, that's my number five, too. They came with that tartar sauce. They came with that little cup of tartar sauce. God damn. Now, my number five is chicken selects, which are also gone. They've been replaced by buttermilk chicken tenders, which are not the same. Not the same. Those fish bites were really good, though, because I I don't know. A fish filet? I don't want all that tartar sauce. Yeah. I, something about the the fish in the bun just didn't go. I, the, the fish filet, the filet of fish doesn't work for me. Those McBites worked for me real good. They were cute. They were just the right. And they had mini ones, too. Yes. So if you just wanted a taste of fish, but you didn't want to get married to an entire fucking sandwich, you could get a little thing of fish McBites that were so good, and I don't know why they got rid of them. All right. So here's what we're going to do, audience. And, and we're, we're about to wrap this up. I'm going to put a poll, a little URL for a straw poll, in the notes for this podcast. We will also tweet this poll. Whose McDonald's starter is better? Mine or Sriracha's? Sriracha's, one of which is uh, a shit diarrhea concoction. Yeah, I wonder who's going to win this. You can swap it out if you want to win. Uh, no, I'm going to leave it with shit diarrhea concoction. I kind of like that. I like that you are repping the espresso at McDonald's. That makes me want to try the espresso because I'm like, well, it must be good because she liked it. You know, you've got good taste. I mean, I would drink like four shots of espresso and not have a heart attack so i'm pretty sure it was just really weak espresso <laughs> i haven't had it in years though i bet it's well i mean they don't change the recipes ever so i bet it's the same all right probably right yeah exactly okay so vote for whose mcdonald's starters are better we'll, we will tweet out the polls we'll put the poll in the notes to this show um you can also go to the loudestpodcast.com and if you look in the notes they'll be there um, our next episode is episode 50, and we want to hear from you. Call that number. Are you a simp? Are you a fucking reply guy? Are you Are you a reply guy who's having trouble getting a response, even though you tweet at Twitch girls all day? Pick up that motherfucking phone and dial. And you dial 848-863-5343. Or, if you're looking for an easier way, you call tit... Toe, the number five, the word die. I want to hear from all the motherfucking simps in the audience. So that's right. So you call tit toe five die and leave us a message or email the loudest podcast at gmail.com. We've never done a real thing where like we've just opened it up to listeners. We have all these really cool, funny listeners. Now we want to hear from you for episode 50. So pick up that motherfucking phone and dial. Dial tiptoe five die. All right. Yes. That's it for the last podcast. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.